Just want to get out there somewhere? It's time to get off the grid with the Duck and Rico's Red Dirt Podcast. Broadcasting through Blue Collar Media. Thanks to OCAM 4x4 Accessories, Auto One, Distinctive Image, Outback Signs and Coldies Tow Bars and Bull Bars. G'day and welcome to the latest edition of the Duck and Rico's Red Dirt Podcast where basically we just talk about anything to do with getting out there off the grid, camping, four-wheel driving or just, you know, whether it's a weekend, a week or a big trip, even longer, anywhere in Australia, whether it's on Morton Island or it's over there in the west from the bush to the uh, bite, we love talking about it from the bush to the beach, from the tip to the Tip to the bite, how's that? But we love talking about it here on the Red Dirt Podcast. A bit to get through on the podcast this week. We'll um, we'll talk a little bit about our weekend that uh, is coming up in June, on the June 25th to the 27th, our show and shine. And we've got a big announcement, a massive announcement in regards to that. So stay tuned for that. We'll also uh, look at what's happening with Australia Rediscover with Rico, as, as that will be uh, out soon on YouTube. And we'll tell you what to do there. June 1 is a release date. Look forward to that. We'll talk a bit about the Farina Bakery and just travelling in that region around the Flinders as well. Um, also, we'll mention, we'll go into detail in regards to our flood relief concert that's happening here in the Hawkesbury, and we'll catch up with one of the best cameramen in the business. And we all watch these shows on TV and on YouTube and think, how good is that? The footage is fantastic, some of the scenery, the action, and all the uh, adventure is always captured on camera. It takes a special type of cameraman to do that. So Sean Walker from New Life Media will join us for a bit of a chat, and um and we'll see just what it takes for someone like him to go out there, rough it, do all those, you know, the hardcore camping, and then go home and bring it to you on, on your TV screen or computer screen, whatever it is. So we'll find out what it takes to become an off-road adventure cameraman. And that's exactly what Sean o is. He's one of the best. But Rico is here with me, mate. Rico, how are you, mate? A little bit nervous, mate. Why? I'm worried about what Sean's going to say about me. Yeah, well, he might give it to you a bit, eh? Yeah, well, look, we... Uh we live out of each other's pockets when you're on the road. Yeah. It's sort of, it's 24-7 while you're away. I'd so. be more worried about what it's like travelling with him. Oh, he's not too bad, actually. He's, is he um, all right? He, he's happy to go with the flow. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. Does he have a few beers around the fire? He's not much of a drinker, but he loves his craft beer, doesn't he's he? He's massively into his craft beer, mate. That's mm. his thing. If he can't get his craft beer, he gets his angry on. Yeah. He gets a little bit upset. But, yep. uh, you know, he's, he's not into the mainstream stuff. You won't see him with a twoies or a... Or anything, or VB or anything well, like that's that. That's where he's letting himself down. Yeah, so that's, you know, it's got to be something with uh, funky artwork on the can, and uh, I think the weirder the name, the better he likes it. Uh, fair enough, all right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, mate, how's your week been, mate? All right, you've been... Uh, yeah, busy boy, mate, oh, busy boy, yeah. recording voiceovers and getting everything ready for the, the first season of Australia Rediscovered. Bit of work in that, isn't there? Because you go away and you film it. Yep. And then when, you know, when you, you come back and then it's got to be sort of like... Narrated like, it's like you've got, you know, yeah, you've got to fill in the gaps. So, so basically, you, so you do that at home. Sean and I will work on that together, mm. uh, pretty closely. So, Sean will sort of put the skeleton there, I suppose, and I'll hang the meat off it, and then we'll refine it together. And then it's all got to be recorded and then put to the footage and make sure it's all synced up and, and looking right and sounding right. Fair enough, that's the go. Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, we'll talk to uh, well, Sean about all of that. The Farina Bakery's open. Yeah, that's right, mate. Eight weeks of the year the Farina Bakery opens uh, and I'm going to be fortunate enough to be in there in that little window, so I'm looking mm. forward to that as well. Yeah, I, I reckon it's um, – I don't mind the Farina Bakery. It, it's, I've been there once. Um, great part of South Australia down around there. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, fantastic part of the world. You know. We mentioned Lee Creek, didn't we, last week? We talked about Lee Creek, but up in that area you've got the Wichelina track, which you can mm. you can get the keys from the Mari Hotel or – or Wichelina State, Farina Station, sorry, to go and yep. do that track. It's a private area. Yep. Fantastic. Definitely well worth doing. It takes in parts of the GAN and that sort of stuff. And yeah, across right. the road, you've got Beltana. Yep. Definitely worth checking in there as well. They've got a great little museum that you can go and have a squiz at. Mm. Beautiful part of the world. Yeah, so uh, I've got to say to you, the, uh, it's, 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 the thing I like about that, that sort of thing, like you say it's open eight weeks of the year, it's run by volunteers. Yeah, that's right. You know, and I mean, you can go in there and the mate, the bread, you've been in there and got the, well, the day we went, mate, it was just incredible. Like, they just, the bread just comes straight up out of the ground, the yeah. underground bakery. And that's, if you haven't been there, folks, the Farina Bakery is underground. Yeah, I've been there once. So, I'm, yeah, I'm I've been there once. To get back there. Yeah, they put up a marquee and set up some tables and chairs and a bit of a, 
display window with all their other stuff they make, like cakes and pies and all that yep. stuff. But you go there and you can go down and have a look and they're literally just, you know, cooking underground and uh, it's incredible. Mate, you grab the fresh bread out of there, mate. It's beautiful. Yeah, well, actually, I've been there twice. The first time I went there, I didn't bother going to check it out because I mm. thought my mates were taking the piss. Mm. So we're going to the bakery. You're coming. Vic Woodman put me onto it. I said, yeah, yeah, the bakery. Right, eh? Only boys. Mm. I didn't come down the last hour. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I mean, Vic Woodman put me onto it originally about 10 years ago. Yeah, he well, said, you've got to go and check this out. Because he, Vic, he would know every bakery in the country, that Vic, bloke. Vic Woodman would be, he'd have to be the, the only cream bun connoisseur I know. He is the king of the cream bun. He loves them, doesn't he? There's he does. nothing of him. There's more no. fat. There's more fat in a chip, and here he is. He every, everywhere he goes. Doesn't it make you sick? Well, I think the thing with it is, it's funny because I mean, most people that I know will be looking for a country pub or an outback pub to camp behind or to go and have a cold beer at, and think, you know, how good is it here at this pub. Vic goes for the bakery. Yeah, I've got a few mates that do that. They travel around the place. So I've yeah. got one bloke who, every time he finds a bakery in a small town or a country place or whatever, he, mm. he puts up a picture of a vanilla slice. Yeah? Yeah. It makes me want to stab him in the eye with a pencil. Boring. No. Nah. Yeah. It's boring. Vanilla no, slice. The vanilla slices are all right. Nothing wrong with a vanilla slice. No, no, but I mean, we put a photo up of one. No, I don't know whether I'd do that. Oh, yeah. Well, well Vic, Vic does. Yeah, well, he does it with his cream buns, his cream he? buns and whatever else he has. Everywhere I go, I used to get a schnitzel yeah. and rate them. Every, yeah, right. every country pub I could go to, I'd get the snitty. And yeah. Mate, I've got to yeah. tell you, the first thing I go to is order a schooner. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I must be different. Yep. Uh, I, I doubt that very much. But anyway, uh, yeah, so if you are travelling around, and uh, because it's coming up, isn't it, the travel season? Mate, there's a lot of people at the moment planning those trips. Eh? There's just stacks of people just yeah. planning to get away and... Um, I see through the week or last week, I think the Monday Monday Bash sold out. Yeah, that's right. How good is that going to be for that region? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, as the Outback uh, Challenge sort of tapered off over the years and eventually met its demise, or I think it might be back on again now, but it's nothing like it was, you know, 20 years ago. Mm. This will be that next big iconic event that uh, that comes to town every year. Well, brings I think, a big crowd. well, Greg Donovan, who's organised it, who's also the organiser of the uh, promoter of the Big Red Bash, I mean, well, that now is a bucket list. Absolutely. That's an iconic event. event. That's an event that you must do. It's, he yep. has turned that. It's incredible. He's done an incredible job with that. I mean, it started off as a twilight show with John Williamson after a marathon run across the desert for for charity. Yep. And he, I think he, he said, I think he might have had you know three hundred people there. A couple of grey nomads turned up and watched it. No organised event. It was just a twilight, well done show. Um, with John Williamson singing a couple of songs on the sand dune. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you um, what, they picked the right spot. To celebrate the fact that they just did the phone run and the people that were involved and all that. So what it is now. Yeah. Well, my next-door neighbour's not an off-roader. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's a little bit of an outdoor sort of kind of guy, but, you know, just to go to Birdsville and have a drink in the pub is on his bucket list of things to do mm. because it is such a quintessentially Australian experience. Mm. Um, so, you know, when Greg put that together, he couldn't have picked a better place. I think what the Big Red Bash has done is that it's introduced a lot of people to the Simpson Desert that wouldn't normally go there. Yeah. And and, and it's also introduced a lot of people to, to Birdsville, obviously, and that travel out there. Yep. You know, that adventure of getting to Birdsville and the challenges that it can present and stuff like that, where they would never have normally done that. No, exactly right. Yeah. I think it's the best thing ever. So he's... And... and I think the other positive of all of this is the, the you know, the boost to the local economies in the surrounding towns and places like Windora where they yeah. close the street off and the the pub's got live entertainment and, you know, they're running out of fuel in the service yeah, the, station. the line-ups for the fuel in Windora It's just, you know, everyone's in epic. the shops trying to buy fresh bread and oh, I think it's brilliant. I think he's a genius. And, and, um, and so all these surrounding areas down around Broken Hill, um, they're going to experience that. Absolutely. Monday, Monday Bash, you know. And uh, and it opens it up to the Monday, Monday Bash to people that don't necessarily want to travel because it's all sealed. Yeah, that's right. So they don't want to necessarily do that 250k from Windora to, to, um, to, Birdsville. to Birdsville and the dirt and the dust. Yep. 
So this is all sealed. So I, I, I think that'll uh, there again, you'll it'll open it up to people who who, who haven't got cars and yeah. can't do that. It'll expose them to to our way of life, and there'll be a lot of converts as a result of that. There's plenty of them on at the minute, mate. And then you know, and also um, the people who Birdsville's a bit of a stretch to get to for some people. Yep. Yeah, just time wise. People yeah. down the bottom of Victoria and South Australia who will be able to get to the Monday Monday bash and watch the same lineup. Yeah, that's right. Well, Adelaide's only a hop, skip, and a jump from Broken yeah, Hill. 100%. So we'll be down there. I'll be doing the camping and off road radio show down there. And um, I'm looking forward to doing that. I've got my man, Roger, talking about cameraman, Roger Brown, Bacon Bound Productions, coming over from Esperance. And if he can tear himself away it. from the fish, he loves his fish. He's been Roger. going all right, hasn't he? He's been getting a few. He is one of the most prolific fishermen I know, and I know a couple, including yeah. professionals, like Waddy up in the Territory, and yeah, he made yeah. out McGlashan in Sydney, but, uh, mate, he just loves it. He's the ultimate weekend warrior. Yeah. I mean, geez, he, and he does well. I mean, he works. Oh, he's it. a gun beach fish. I've been well, following he, him on Facey. He lives at uh, he lives in um, Esperance. Yep. But works in Kalgoorlie in the gold, gold mines. Oh, really? So he works, I think he works week on, week off or something yep. like that. But I, I can only tell you, mate, that um, he must make plenty. <laughs> you got all the toys, Roger. Oh, good on you, Roger. The new camper, the motorbikes, the, the four drive. work, the luckier you and get. And he goes, all right, he's single two girls, if you're out there. So, uh, Roger, come on, mate, have a sh- have struck a blow for a while. <laughs> well, he might have. I don't know, I haven't seen him for oh, ages. Oh, no. He might have. He could have. Uh, mate, who knows? But he's a great bloke, Roger. I'm looking forward to catching up with him in... Uh, at the Monday Monday Bash as well. Mate, Australia rediscovered before we go on. It's due to come out very soon. The countdown is on. You've sent me the first episode. It's brilliant. Um, mate, people have just got to get on that YouTube channel, don't they? Yeah, they do, mate. I um, we, we finished that first app off and I sent it out to a dozen or so people who I know are going to give me some real-world genuine feedback that aren't going to piss in my pocket because I don't need any of that. Mm. Uh, we made a couple of changes based on that, just little things. Uh, yeah, mate, 1st of June, so that first step's going to go up. We're going to be doing um, a bit of a tour of some of the, the huts in the Victorian high country and some of the, the fantastic stories behind a few of them as well. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm really pleased with how it's come out, mate. I was I was quietly nervous about how it was all going to come together. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Sean's done an amazing job. Well, from what I've seen, it, I, I've got to say to you, I'm not pissed in your pocket. I know you wouldn't. That's but why I sent it to you. I think it's probably the best stuff you've done. It's the best shit you've done. When well, I, I say so. shit, I don't mean it's yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. You know I what I mean? Yeah. I just think, and mate, we're going to talk to Sean in a moment. And uh, But I, for me, I think it's, mate, it's just well done. And I think when you look at some of the locations that you've chosen and the stories, and yep. that's the thing. And then when you've got people watching that stuff, they, you want them to be hanging there and go, mate, how good is this? Oh mate, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and because some of the stories are very very interesting, and our entire goal is to inspire people to get out there. That's mm. that's what it's all about for me. I'm not in it for the fame or the fortune or any of that sort of crap, which is just as well because there's not really any of that that goes along with it. Mm. But for me, it's it's about a certain lifestyle that I want. Some live. people think there is or fame. No, uh, oh, I mean, there, I think there, <laughs> I'm not naming names, but there's some people who'd rather be piss poor broke but be recognised in bunnings. No, I'd. I'd <laughs> I'd rather be making just a comfortable living, thank you very much, mm. uh, which we're not doing yet, but hopefully we'll get there, mate. Um, mm. You know, the harder you work, the luckier you oh, get, look, as I they think, say. I think it's a winner. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I just think it's, uh, I think it's probably the best work you've done. I just The way it's put together, the way it's shot, the way the whole thing. Yeah, well, that was the goal, And mate. the fact we, that there's a reason, it. there's a reason yeah. that you went to the high country. It's not just let's just go down there and drive up hills and – Try and get through here. It's like there's a reason for being there, you know. Yeah. Look, the inspiration behind the whole thing is, mm. like I said, to inspire people to get out there. And, and yeah. if we can do that, job's done. So I see the boys like on 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 um, all for adventure. You know, yep. they'll do trips and retrace a bit of history and on some of their episodes and stuff. And it's interesting. There's yeah, a reason. Right. There's a reason for it. There's a reason that you know they're up in Arnhem Land, or there's a reason that they've gone to this place where. A World War Two bomber went down, yeah. or whatever it is, and, and I wanted to and make a show like that was that. different to everyone else's that are out there. You well, know? this certainly done that. I you think know, the All for Adventure boys do a great job of, of going to some absolutely spectacular places through some gnarly terrain and oh, catching mate, some and, epic they're, and, they're, fish. and they're chucking in fishing and yeah. doing all these things, and they have that history. Now, component Graham and to Sean it. do a great job of finding the tough tracks and, and having those a hoop boys. With there, the boys. I mean, mate, what they do is just you can see why especially a lot of young people follow it, the young blokes yeah. and the girls. 
it, it, it's so well done. And, and Pat Callanan does a great job of yep. of giving people an understanding of what four-wheel driving itself is all about in terms of yep. you know how to go about doing these things. Yep. Oh, for me, Pat Callanan's operation has got to be one of the smartest I've seen. It's yeah. just a oh, look, I've slick, always said it, mate. He's, deal, he's the know? benchmark. Pat's always been the benchmark. Yeah, he's um, mate. He's just got. He just he's he's got it early, you know, and. Uh, and his organisation, I think, is very, very professional. Yep. It's just a, it, a, it appears that you watch the show, but the show aside, when you talk to him and you meet the people that work with him that work around him, yep. and um, I know one of the blokes who works with him, Justin Negrini, you know, just they, they're focused on what their job is, and it's you know, it's a it's a fair a media company, and uh, well done to him. He works hard at it. Not easy yeah. to do. Oh, absolutely not. My mate Simon Christie does a really good job as well. Mm. He's been doing it for twenty plus years, and. Yeah. Uh, and he does a great job of, of showcasing gear and stuff like that. So I wanted to create a show that was different to all of those shows. Mm. And and I think we might have hit the nail on the head with this one, mate. Yeah, I think so. It's pretty good. So you can just uh, you can subscribe to the channel. You need to do it soon. Australia Rediscovered with Rico. Hit, sub, hit subscribe and then what's the little bell you got to hit yeah, as well? Yeah, if you want to be notified when the new videos come out, hit the bell icon. Yep. Um, and all of that stuff helps us grow the channel as well, all the algorithms behind the scene. Mm. Now, YouTube pays attention to subscribers and it pays attention to people that have hit the bell. It pays attention to the little thumbs up you give the video at the it's end. It's funny, like you it. know, I mean, when you talk to people these days, YouTube has just gone through the roof. And the boys from Four Wheel Drive 24-7, Sean Owen yep. and, and their team, again, a very slick operation. Uh, mate, they, their numbers are just enormous of people who watch it on YouTube. Yeah, and that's I mean, fantastic. Mate, I mean, t- I mean, my TV remote's got a YouTube button. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's now like it's not like the days where you had to be on the major free-to-air channels or you know, well, I Fox. Think... Now, anybody can be go on YouTube, and if it's good enough, well, mate, you'll do well. Yeah, I, I think TV being that sort of prime medium. Those, mm. those days are numbered or, or even gone now? Oh, I don't know if they're gone or they're yeah. numbered. I mean, there are plenty of people who get, you know. I mean, for me, it's, look, at the end of the day, if you're on a main, yeah, if you're on free-to-air TV, well, it's, it's, it's mainstream media, mate. Oh, look, it's the big time. There's no question yeah, about uh, it. But there know. are limitations involved as well. But the other thing is, and that's where, like a lot with what I do, is mainly radio, which is, of course, mainstream media. Yeah. And I mean, our camping shows on 264 radio frequencies all around Australia. And radio works differently to some of the way where you work on TV shows, where you've, you know, you go to a TV, you know, you might take a, I, I think this is how it works, you tell me if I'm wrong, you go to a network and say, we've got this show, and then they'll say to you, will you bring this much revenue with it, we'll stick it on, is that how it works? Sort of. Um With the stuff we were doing with Channel 10, and I can't speak for the other networks because I haven't worked as closely with them. We would be asked to spend X amount of money, which was not insubstantial. Uh, mm. We're talking in excess of a quarter of a million dollars mm. per season um, on ad spend. Yeah, right. So we could put our own ads in there. We could put our clients' ads in there. We could do whatever we want, but we had to buy that ad space. Yep. And that's how it works. So the days of, you know, back in the day when the Leyland brothers were hawking their show around and, and getting a million dollars a season from the networks to go mm. and put it together, it's not like that anymore. But, um, but, but you know what? That's, but there are some shows that it is like that. Oh, look, your, your prime time stuff like your Big Brothers and, you know, things like Fremantle yeah. Media and stuff like that can have the, yeah, I mean, have the power like, to go to a network and I mean, say... people are getting paid a shitload to go on the block and knock down walls and rebuild them. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, not, not in our category, though, mate. Yeah, not know, in the lifestyle stuff. Where radio's opposite. So yeah. radio works differently where you say, okay, well, radio is where basically, okay, well, I'll do the show. This is how much you get paid to do the show. Yep. And there's a sales team of around that that belong to the radio network who then sell the ad space. Yeah. So it works opposite. Yeah, I wish I had a team. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, they're not my <laughs> team, although some – so I do have a, a small team of people yeah, who I, work I with think, me. Yeah, I think you're understating the fact there that you do quite a bit of that yourself, mate. And uh, Yeah, I do, and it's always good to help them out. But um, and we do have people that work with Blue Collar Media who, who, who do a bit of that for us as well. But um, – but if you know what I mean, radio is, 
yep, I'll do the show, and for me to do the show, we'll, we'll, we want to be paid this much. And yep. then, but you've got to make. But look, at the end of the day, it's like everything. It's based on it's commercial. Yep, it's commercial radio. So if there's no revenue in it, they go, well, well mate, look, the, what are we paying you for? The long term success of ours hinges on people watching this show when it first yep. comes out. So well, I think it'll happen. I think it'll grow. Everyone it'll jumps grow. on it and shares it I and tells think, all their mates. I think it's a great thing, mate. And I and I think that um, I think it's probably like I said, probably some of your best efforts there. And I think people will certainly um, will uh, jump onto that, mate. I think once the word it's like everything once the word spreads. Look at the boys, Sean Owen Graham and them. I mean, yeah. mate. I mean the the amount of people watching that. Some oh, mainstream TV shows would love those numbers. Hundred percent. We n- we never got numbers like that with the Off Road Adventure Show. Yeah. Not even close to the I numbers mean, they're getting uh, on YouTube. I, I, and, and the thing is, it's you can see it's real. Yep. You know who hundred percent. You know, it's real. So when no, you're it's not like Facebook where you can go and buy likes and things like that. It's real. I tell but you, who what, do you buy likes off? I wouldn't have a clue. And I've never, I've got no idea, eh? I tell you, I tell you what struck me. Right, was um, we went to the Sydney show a couple of years ago, and Peter Woods, being the innovator that he is, he put two stages up. He put one stage up there for your traditional TV personalities, which is where I was doing the stuff along with Pat Callanan and. Ruthie and and then the content creator and then the content creator that was actually an idea. I was involved in that from the start. So that was um, Woodsy and Ronnie Dale. Yeah, and uh, I've got it. And they asked me because normally, as you know, at the show, I would end. They're not having that. They're not having that anymore, by the way. But they've got a different setup, so it'll just be the one main stage, and then the content creators will be in a. But what struck me was the content creators had more people hanging around that stage than than we did for you know the traditional you know TV guys. Yeah, I couldn't believe it because what happened? They Ronnie flew over and we we had a few beers, and and he he was trying to explain it to me, and I and he said we we're going to get all these people off Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, and I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, okay. Because I'm a bit old school. And I'm an yeah. older bloke too. I mean, I'm yeah. not. I'm not a prolific Instagram user. I can assure you. So, to be honest, I'm fucking flat out putting photos up on it. <laughs> so it's good to have. It's good to have. A, you know, a daughter that's 23 and yes. a young, you, Courtney. young bloke who's 20. Yeah, Courtney does the most of that for me. So, um, and even then, it's only when I ask her to it. I ask her to, and I forget. So, but I, I'm thinking, okay, how's this going to work? You know, and I mean, who are these people? You know, so. Yep. And I've got to tell you, when I was I was shocked at well, the three shows at Sydney for people I'd never heard of to have such to a following. come down yeah. and they had beside the stage they had all their little marquees yep. and all their merchandise. I'm thinking, who are these people? And mate, they were just inundated. Yep, and that's where the idea was born to put this on YouTube rather than on TV because I saw that and I thought, you know what? I was stunned. These these blokes are ahead of the game, and here. not just in sit. And like, I'll tell you, as a prime example of that is young Sam Isles, built not bought. Yeah, right now, he put on a four wheel drive show at Eastern Creek called Show Your Dirt. Yep. Right now, bear in mind this is a young bloke who lived at that time in Perth. No presence in Sydney whatsoever. They had the police down there controlling the traffic. To turn up on the Saturday night with people trying to get in there. Yep. Down at the Eastern Creek Raceway Centre there. I, I was like, my young bloke rang me because I said, go down there, check it out. And he rang and said, you can't get in here. And it was just unbelievable. Anyway, so, and there is a, you know, so there is a call for it. I mean, it's probably, oh, 100%. And I guess the cost of putting stuff on YouTube, well, you don't, the, the, any well, revenue no, is yours. There is no cost, that's right. Yeah, and so. the, the brilliant thing for me is with TV, it's it's extremely regimented, and it'd be the same with radio, I guess. It's mm. down to the tenth of a second. Like That's that's how precise the timings have to be with the content you, you put on there. With YouTube, if I need an episode to run seven minutes longer because I don't want to leave something cool out, I can do that. Yep. If I feel like the episode's dragging and I want to make it three minutes shorter, I can do that. Yeah. There's, uh, there's no pressure in yeah, that no regard. Time. It's like the podcast. Yeah. So on radio, we have strict times because you've got four ad breaks an hour and uh, there's 44 minutes of content per hour, but you've got to stick to that. You can't yeah. have dead air and you can't go over. You know, you've got to be... Timed, timed yep. out. With the podcast, we can dribble shit here for two hours or three hours if we want, you know. Oh, we probably could too. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> with, with the new show, I've, the I've broken up. it up into three segments and, and I don't know, really know why I've done that because um, I don't need to. 
But yep. I think it's just a force of habit. All right. Well, that's coming out very, very soon. In fact, 1st of June. So depending on when you're listening to this, just um, one thing too, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, uh, this weekend, which is, uh, what's the date today, Rico? You know? uh, it's the 21st or something like that. Is it? It is the... Um, oh, yeah, no, it's Friday, yeah. Friday the 21st. Anyway, so this weekend, we um, I'm at the Maitland. I'm going up to the Maitland four-wheel drive or caravan fishing show, whatever it is up yep. there in Maitland, the big show. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, it's 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 the longest regional caravan camping show. And the weather's looking great too. Yeah, well, it's a so. cracker of a week. So if you're around and you're listening to this podcast, you're looking for something different up in the Hunter Valley, head to Maitland Showground this weekend, and like I say, depending on when you're listening to this. So if you're listening to this podcast next week, well, you're too late. It's already been, <laughs> it's already been run and won. But this weekend, and I'll be there hanging around with the boys at OCAM. So if you want to come up, we'll be there uh, just across the weekend. I'll be in and out and look around. But 24 years that show's been on. So. I love those sort of shows. They're my favourite places to go. Yeah, well, I'll be there, mate. So we're going to spend the weekend up in the hunt. I'm going to hook up the uh, the van, head up there and... Um, yep. And go and do it, mate. I'm tipping the, 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 the thirsty camel will get a run on the way through and then you'll be hitting the Dagwood Str- dogs. Mate, I'm going to strike the putty road. Oh, I don't the Dagwood dogs. <laughs> mate, have, it's funny. They'd have to be the one of the most unhealthiest thing you could eat, wouldn't they, a Dagwood dog? I don't even know how they classify it as food, but it's still delicious. They're good with a lot of tomato sauce on them. Yeah, too right. Uh, well, I mean, I think that's... Carny uh, food. You can't beat carny food. Yeah, is that what you call it? Carnival stuff. Now, yeah. as you know, we've got some people who are associated with our podcast and our programs. One of those um, p- people, of course, are the Blue Lagoon Beach Resort. And as many of you know, that I sort of spent a bit of time up there. And that is where we are holding our show and shine. Have we got breaking news here, Rico? Yeah, this is huge. Come up to the show and shine weekend at Blue Lagoon Beach Resort. Show your four-wheel drive. And basically, so it's on from June 25th to the 27th. We have um, 25th the Saturday. Also, the 26th is a Saturday. Yep. We're going to have – you can bring income in for the day. So it's, I think it's about 10 bucks. We'll donate that money to Blue uh, Beyond Blue. Yep. And probably do that via Beyond Bitumen Rally with Peter Fion. I haven't spoke to him about that yet, but I'm sure he'll do it. He's a good man. Yeah, he's a top bloke. So show your four-wheel drive. And if the one that's judged, so there'll be you, myself, and probably Frosty from Club 4x4. Yep. And, and maybe Vic Woodman. We'll get Vic involved. He'll be the bloke walking around with his face painted. We are going to judge <laughs> what we believe to be the best all-round four-wheel drive. Yep. And so if it's a six-inch lift with, you know, big wheels and no rego, well, that's fucking useless. Yeah. Right? And it's not we going to be the four-wheel drive that's had the most money spent on no, it. No, so that's right. It's the one you look at and you go, you know what? That's a great setup. How good is that? Yep. Right? It could be done on a budget. It could be done on no right? budget. So the best all-round four-wheel drive that we believe is practical for touring, off-roading, towing, Comfortable. camping, getting out, $1,000 cash first prize. How good's that? Right. We'll have other prizes as well. Yeah. But if we judge yours to be the best, $1,000 cash. Yep. So that's thanks to Blue Lagoon. You need to check it out, Blue Lagoon Beach Resort. It's located right on the shores of Shelley Beach on the New South Wales Central Coast. Blue Lagoon Beach Resort's been creating family holidays and summer memories since the 1960s and is nestled behind natural bushland with the beach right at your doorstep. But let me tell you, if you go up there at any other time, you feel like you're on holidays the minute you get out of the car, Rico. It's one of those places. It, it, Blue Lagoon Beach Resort is the only holiday park on the Central Coast with an absolute beachfront location. Wake up every morning to that aroma coming off the ocean and uh, there's fishing, boating, surfing, as well as clubs, shops, hotels, cafes, all close by. They have a huge range of accommodation options as well. Cabins to choose from start with the beachfront. They've got beachfront studios. They've got uh, family cabins and garden cabins as well. Plenty of camping and caravan sites, which is what we like. Perfect. Uh, they're there. We're booked in there for that weekend. You need to get up there. The private location up there means that any time through the year, you can enjoy a safe, relaxing break from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Stay a weekend, a week, or even longer. Caravans, camping, no matter what it is, you do you use to get away. You can do it all at Beach Lagoon, uh, Blue Lagoon Beach Resort. Rather, go to the website bluelagoonbeachresort.com.au, or you can give them a call zero two four double three two one double four seven. Blue Lagoon Beach Resort. Get up there June twenty fifth to the twenty seventh, or just come in for the day. On the Saturday, 
will be there, our show and shine camp out weekend. We've got Wilco round the fire on Saturday yep. night. Live entertainment. Museo Extraordinaire. Yes, played with everybody from Russell Crowe to Wendy Matthews to Lee Kernigan. Yep. Uh, the choir boys, everywhere. Oh. It is unbelievable. Spy versus Spy, I think. I have to ask Yeah, him. wow. Um, he's, he's performed with Chris Christopherson on the big stage. Yep. Uh, certainly, he's going to be a real hit around the fire. We've got Southern Smoke Food Truck. Yep. That's all happening. The Combi Keg. The Combi Keg. There's a cafe on site as well. OCAM 4x4 accessories will have a display there, as will Club 4x4. They'll be there, and Club 4x4 will have some prizes as well, and they're talking to us now about some pretty good prizes. Yep. And uh, real good. I've spoken to my mates at Nebo who do some fantastic flashlights, torches, and, and other bits and pieces, so yep. they've, they've also donated a bunch of gear for us to give away, so... If you don't win the big bucks, there's still a good chance you'll be walking away with something very cool and useful. Yeah, you need to get up there. So uh, basically, uh, Blue Lagoon Beach Resort, it's a fantastic place to head to. Anyway, I spent a bit of time there. But get on to our weekend away. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Come camping with Rico, myself and Vic Widman. Hasn't this turned into something big? Mate, it's, it's going to be full noise. It was, it's, it's, it'll be big. And, you know, and we'll just mix it up and talk to a few people. You'll be there. You'll have your four-wheel drive there as Greg, well Greg as... Donovan's um, going to want to come and take it over next year. Eh? Oh, mate, I reckon Woodsy's a big chance. <laughs> you know, so uh, you come up, show your four-wheel drive. So it's a four-wheel drive show, your four-wheel drive, the working man's. That's it. All right, and just on working man stuff too, uh, Blue Collar Media merchandise is up. Our new Uluru range is up. Hoodies, T-shirts, caps. Stubby holders. Yeah, I got a sneak peek of those earlier. They yeah. look, they look so very good. So all there, good. go to blue, go to bluecollarmedia.com.au. Yeah, I've got a hat in my hand right now. Click very on sharp. Shop there. That's the only hat I have here, actually. Very high quality. But, uh, yeah, good quality, aren't they? You've done well, mate. Well, I didn't want rubbish. You've done well. So you might think, oh, gee, it's a bit pricey. And then, and then you can see we're supported. Yeah. Supported there by OCAM and Uniden. And uh, and there it is. So, Looking um, very good. So uh, and, the, and their logos are on the caps and that as well. So, uh, like we say, um, like I say, we can certainly uh, certainly bring that to you. Just go on to the bluecollarmedia. You're going to have that up at uh, up yes. At Blue we're going to take some gear up there. Beautiful. Yeah, we'll take some hoodies I'll up, find, some beanies. Finally, get myself a singlet. Yeah, some beanies, singlets, blue singlets. Be ready all, for summer. All working man stuff. Now, what we're going to do? We're just going to try and get onto our man, um, Shauno. Who's oh, uh, here we go. We need to get onto him and get him on in a moment. I should as have well. worded him up to say good things. Eh? I should have worded him up to say good things about me. Why is that? <laughs> what do you reckon? Oh, mate. If he does, if he, just as long as he leaves the Dago Hotel over, it will be all right. Yeah? <laughs> I might have embarrassed myself. We, might have, to, we might have to ask him about all of that um, when we go to Shawno in a moment. Just before we do that, I mean, we're talking about this weekend of ours that we're having up there at, um, at Blue Lagoon. We should get him to come up and do some filming around that as well. Well, mate, I'm planning to actually be away that week, mm. so the Monday to Friday, filming an episode for Australia Rediscovered because we're yep. not quite finished filming it. And we're actually going to come and finish there mm. and we'll we'll actually film some of what we're doing and include it in the episode. Yeah, so right. if so if you're at Blue Lagoon, Blue Lagoon Resort mm. for the weekend, there's a good chance you might end up on the show. Yeah. Oh, well, how good is that? So if you, you can win $1,000 and yeah. become a TV star. Well. Okay. All right. Sounds pretty good. Just a reminder too, folks, if you want to get in touch with us or suggest one of those camping spots around the country or one of those off-grid tracks or fishing spots or wherever it is anywhere in Australia, we love just talking about getting off the grid here. And uh, Although today we seem to have spoken a bit about productions and TV and radio, but that's all right. We well, make that's the it beauty up. of the podcast. But it could go anywhere. Yeah, but um, at the it's end of the day, scripted. predominantly we want to get out there and get off grid and travel Australia. And if you've got someone that you want to let us in on, just get, you can do that on the email. Just go to bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on Email the Duck. Well, as you know, Rico, you get out there and you've got to bring these, make these TV shows and get them out and put them on YouTube or television, whatever you do with them, right? But you can't do that on your own. You need a really good cameraman. Exactly right, mate. Now, no just, one does it alone. Now, not just a cameraman, but you need someone who's prepared to camp out, sleep in swag, sleep in the cold, sleep in the heat, get eaten by mozzies, get frozen by snow. Yep. Put, it, put, up, with, it. put up with the talent. 
The princess. What is their talent involved, is he? <laughs> there is if you're a cameraman. Anyway, so the best in the business is a bloke named Sean Walker, who owns New Life Media. And we thought we'd have a bit of a chat to him to find out what it's like to be a, a cameraman and get some stories off him. He's on the line. Sean, hey, good day, mate. Hey, boys. How you doing? Hey, listen. You've worked with some pretty big names in the media. What's, yep, yep. Who's the most high maintenance? It's got to be this bloke here, isn't it? Rico? Uh, yeah. Aye, no, aye, look, aye, aye. no, no. Uh, look, I, I'm not, not, um, you not, know. Not naming names? Rick. Well, Jamie. no. <laughs> um, but uh, no, Rick is, is uh, without any shadow of a doubt, probably one of the most professional guys I've ever worked with. He's, he, he really is a one-take wonder. And yeah. um, the thing I love about Rico is that he's, he's really good with words. He's a bit of a wordsmith. And I am as well. Like, I, I love to, love to write stuff. Um, and Rick is just amazing at um, it just, you know, just coming up with something just off the cuff and nine times out of ten, um, it's it's first take that I use in, in all the stuff that I do with it. Yeah, that's all right. Because you normally do one for safety too, don't you? Oh, we always yeah. do one for what, – what Sean's saying is one more for me, which means he forgot to press the button or he got his focus wrong. Oh, is that right? Well, I got my focus one, wrong, is yeah. One more for me. Yep. That no, old chestnut. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it pays in this sort of business. I know with radio, apart from our intro, the rest of it's off the cuff. We don't really script a lot. Yeah. Which makes it a bit more real, so all your fuck-ups go in it as well. Yep. And, uh, and you're allowed to say that on this podcast. We don't say that on the radio, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Well, we've done that with this show as well. Uh, the stuff we do out We haven't got field, a script in front of us. None of it. None of it's none scripted. None of us. None of this is scripted. Not even the intro. We just come on, just eat, record yep. and, and talk. But uh, well, I want to ask you, Sean, because I mentioned, like, because I know people, like, I've done... Know, TV ads and stuff in the past and you're working with, you know, cameramen and people behind the scenes and lighting people and whatever. And and I've worked with some pretty, you know, high quality people. But if I was to ask them, mate, we want you to come out and film this, but you've got to sleep in a swag, you're going to be camping out, eating off a fire, you're going to be roughing it, you might never shower for three days. Mate, they'd tell me to get stuffed. I yep, mean, so yep. you obviously, you've obviously got to have that passion for camping and travelling yourself as well, don't you? Um, yeah. Look, I mean, I love the outdoors. Um, you know, I mean, look at the end of the day. You know, I, I would much rather be sitting in front of the TV. You know, um, with a beer in my hand, with my wife next to me. You know, rather than sitting around a fire with Rico. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, mate. But no, no. Look, in all, in all seriousness, <laughs> well, no, no, it's, it's great. No, it's it, it's fantastic. You know, I'd love the, the the stuff that I've been able to see and do uh, in my profession is just incredible. And I have, you know, I'm, obviously I would know a lot of other camera guys, and and uh, when they hear, you know, where I go and what I do, and then for want of a better word, the deprivations that that, that I face, um, you know, they are gobsmacked. They would, you know, they would never, you know, leave their little cushy little job they got standing behind a camera for four hours shooting a bank conference or something like that. They'd rather do that than do what we do. But, man, oh, the experiences man. that we have, the things that we see, hey. um, and not just that, it's, it's the, you know, it's the camaraderie. Like, I, I do have a, a lot of fun with Rico and with with um, uh, Terry around the campfire, a lot of laughs, a lot of kind of stuff. Haven't um, been there yet. And, no, well, you've got to come along. That could be a bit of a worry. Oh, it's not like you don't get invited. Yeah, I know, and, hey? but I've always got something on when you do. <laughs> Mate, have you always – where did this come from in regards to the, you know, the, the, the camera side of it? Were you always a keen photographer or where did it start for you? Well, I will be um, ageing myself here, but I went and saw the very first episode of Star Wars, A New Hope, um, at the cinemas in around about 1970, well, yeah, around that time. And um, and a few weeks later on TV, they actually played a behind the scenes of the shooting of it. And you know, I, I I never kind of I guess understood that there was a process of making something. You know, um, and so I saw the cameras and I saw the lights and I saw the studio. And I thought, man, this is something I really want to do. Um, so at that stage, my dad had a an old Super Eight camera that he'd bought um, overseas, and so I used to just go and shoot stuff with my friends on Super Eight. And, um, you know, you'd send it off and then we'd get processed and come back. And there was no, there was no editing. I basically would edit in camera. And, um, I, I actually, I was saying this to someone recently. I didn't realize I actually, you know, this, this kind of talents, I guess, are in a lot of people innate. And so I look at that stuff that I shot then with absolutely no idea what I was doing. And I was still following the proper, you know, technical, 
um, protocols and, and, you know, taking from a wide shot to a close-up, things like that, in camera without having to do an edit. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, but I didn't get into TV until late. I actually was a plumber. Uh, so I was a, a tradie um, for yeah, right. about um, eight years and got into TV, uh, got a job at Channel 9 in, in news news cameras um, when I was about 26. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so um, I did get into you filmed everything from that. You filmed everything from the T20 cricket to... Um, that show that Ben Fordham does. The, well, I'll tell you um, something about Sean. He's he's worked on stuff that's won Logies. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, true story. Yeah, well, there you go. And that's the thing. So it's you're very versatile, mate. Do you th- I know I'm asking a lot of questions here, but that's all good, mate. What difference? And I mean, it's an obvious obvious answer, but are the best the best thing to happen to filming these sorts of things, anything these days. What effect have drones had on your business? Because drones. Well, you see now, even when you watch the Channel Nine footy coverage, yep. they're using drones. I mean, are they yeah, the best? Are they the best thing ever? Are they the best innovative idea and invention that's happened to your industry. One hundred percent. So, to give you an example, when I used to shoot um, uh, before drones were invented, and we had to get aerial shots, we would have to hire a helicopter. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that would be a thousand dollars an hour to hire the helicopter. Then I'd have to take the door off and hang out with the camera on my shoulder and my feet on the skids at a thousand feet and all that kind of stuff. And look, I mean, that was kind of fun, but, um, you know, just the versatility now. Yeah. No, I I actually, I've got to say, I do miss it. I I do really miss flying in choppers, but, um, yeah, the the fact that I can just, you know, uh, pull over on the side of the road and just pull this little drone out and get it up in the air in like, you know, a minute and a half and get the most incredible footage. It really, really has changed the game. Now, what's interesting though, is that, um, they're being overused, I believe. Um, so, so I, I tend to use my drone more like a, a jib or a dolly. So, you know, jib is a, you know, uh, one of those things where a camera cranes up, um, or a dolly is where a camera crane, a track sideways. So I, I keep my drone fairly low wherever possible, um, as opposed to doing the, the big, broad, majestic things. Now there is a place for those in our show and, and you'll see plenty of shots of the big, broad, majestic stuff. But for the most part, I like to use my drone as I would, um, a jib or a dolly. I just think it makes it a lot different. Well, mate, look, over the years we've managed to go and visit some pretty incredible places and you've also done, you know, plenty of other content with with other uh, presenters and stuff like that with the Off-Road Adventure Show and all those sort of things. Mate, looking back from, from where we are now back to then, if you had to pick a favourite trip that that you've done for filming that sort of stuff, where, where would it be? 100% the Flinders Ranges. Yeah. Yeah, that was with you um, on, um, I think, Camper Trailer Lifestyle. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't in the swag then. I was, I was disappointed I wasn't in the swag. But um, I just, uh, funnily enough, I was just thinking about this this morning. Just, I remember waking up, and I think we were in Parachilna Gorge, um, and we had camped at an old abandoned um, homestead, and I'd pitched my tent next to... Uh, these brick ru- or uh, stone ruins. Uh, oh, that was on the Wichelina track, the Wichelina. Wichelina, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I remember waking up in the morning. I got up early because I wanted to take some photos and some video. And just to see the sun peeking over and sort of um, peeking over this stone ruin was just absolutely incredible. And yeah, I'd say without a shadow of a doubt, probably that trip was my favourite. Okay, yeah. Well, look, some stunning country out there. It's hard to go wrong. Mate, if you had to give some advice to someone who wanted to get a start in this sort of stuff, what, what would you tell them? Um, so I, I got my start in the business by doing work experience. So um, I used to go into Channel 9 News every weekend for about maybe eight or nine months uh, and just go out with the news crews and, um, you know, and I just got my name known, my face known. So the first moment the job came up, I was on top of the list. Um, so whenever people ask me, you know, what do you think is the best way to get into the industry? I always say, you know, work for free. Um, I've never done a, a day's worth of study in, in, uh, my industry. And I have a lot of friends that have gone to university and done all these courses. And I remember the very first day that I started in news at Channel 9, two other guys started on the same day and they'd come out of a, um, a training course and basically they had to unlearn everything they learned in that in that course <laughs> in, in order to be able to do the, um, the the job properly so yeah i think um you know i think oh, and the other thing as well and this is this um, relates to what we're doing rico um something like youtube um is an incredible resource to be able to express yourself creatively and um you know get a lot of eyeballs on there yeah so, we, and, we were and just talking the, about that we were just talking about like yeah. the boys from 
the boys from um, Four Wheel Drive Twenty Four Seven, formerly known as Four Wheel Drive Action. I mean, they have, you know, like a million, you know, views and followers. Yeah, and Ronnie yeah, Dale right. as well. It's crazy. I mean, it's just incredible yeah. the sub- subscribers that Ronnie Dale has over in WA. Well, hopefully we can get amazing. to that stage fairly soon. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, right, mate. Look, it's a, it's a strange beast. Now, listen. If people want to get you to film, because you'll you'll film anything. So, if people want to get you know a professional video done, or a corporate video done, or you know, or a project filmed, adult, how do they, they adult get on films? New, we won't be going into adult films, but um, <laughs> we, we actually New Life Media. That's the name of your business. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, well, unfortunately, my um, web page is not working at the moment so i guess the best way would be to contact us me on yeah contact you duck that'd be that'd be perfect Just contact us yeah. so we'll, we'll take and our and commission and, and so if you want to film your 20 uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we, i mean i mean i used to drive you mad on friday nights when we were setting up those friday night shed shows because you realize one thing about me during that time shauno and that is i'm as dumb as dog shit oh, i thought you were going to say <laughs> you liked beer no Oh, you know, we should ask Sean about his beer fetish. Craft beer. We'll get you on one time. We'll talk about your craft beer. Oh, man, I could talk for hours on that. Yeah, I know. We might have to get you on and, uh, and have a chat about that, mate. <laughs> well, listen, before we let Sean go, mate, uh, I, I fair think I'm owing him a debt of gratitude for, for helping out with this first season of the show, um, mm. and it's something I hope we're doing together for a long time to come. But Yeah, I think Sean mate, would appreciate the fucking pay rise as well. Yeah, I'm sure he will, mate, because <laughs> he has done this for next to nothing. We've done this entire first season on an absolute shoestring. And when you watch it, you'd never know, and that is testament to Sean's It is good work, work, mate. I watched the first episode, mate. It's great work. You've done well. It is 100% down to Sean. I can't take any of the credit, mate. He's done such a phenomenal job. So thank you for your your effort. And being so invested in the project, Sean, it's made such a difference, mate. I I just cannot begin to tell you how how happy I am that that we're working together on this. No, it's all good. It's, you know... um I've enjoyed every moment working with you and, and um, you know, the stuff that you and I had gone through previous with other things, you know, it was like uh, I felt that I, I wanted to do everything that I could to um, to get you on top. So, yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, you're a champion. And, and same goes out to Terry as well. Again, the season wouldn't have been what it was without Terry's help. So, yeah, Terry, our crew great. chief, champion. He got us into a pub that was shut once. Yeah? He out, did too, yeah. In Canandra, yeah. Yeah, right, fair enough. That, that's a skill. Yeah, yeah. That is a skill. I know it was. That is a so I've, I've given him um, I've given him associate producer credits on the show, associate <laughs> producer and crew chief. Uh, he's really associate just a producer. He's really just a, a a drinker for the ages. All right, right, oh mate. Well, stay well. New Life Media. If you want to film anything and you want to um, get it done in a very very professional manner, you need to get onto us and we'll put you in touch with uh, with Sean. Good on you, mate. We'll talk Thanks. to you soon. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate it. Yeah, good. yeah. Good on you. It's been a pleasure. See you, mate. There he is. See you, boys. There he goes, and he's a great bloke, mate, isn't he? He's so good to travel with, mate. Nothing's yeah. a problem. Nothing's too hard. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, he keeps my sort of head in the game as well and makes oh, sure mate, I'm on when the you, ball. So when you're watching this show, Australia Rediscovered with Rico, you'll, that bloke, Sean Walker, is the bloke who put it all together. Before we get out of here, let me tell you, we have got some supporters on this program. One, of course, being... Uh, one, of course, being... Um, OCAM 4x4 accessories. Just a reminder, you catch us, depending on when you're listening to this, this weekend, the 21st or whatever it is, it's, um, we will be in uh, Maitland for the four-wheel drive show up there at the OCAM stand. So if you're looking for quality 4x4 accessories for your four-wheel drive to set you up for off-road or even on-road travel, look no further than OCAM for quality products and accessories that won't break the bank. They stock a wide range of vehicle protection products, bull bars, nudge bars, bash plates, steps and rails, absolutely everything to protect your Forby, right down to seat covers, even weather shields, high-quality gear for most makes of models, snorkels, towing and recovery gear, all the electrical gear you need, lights, power systems, even jump starters, and a massive range on offer from drawer systems to fridges, even air compressors, suspension solutions as well, camping gear, they do the lot, and those towing mirrors. If you're towing a caravan or I've got them on my vehicle, they are, there you go, and everything's reasonably priced, which is fantastic. Their prices certainly don't break the bank, but check out the OCAM towing mirrors, and while you're at it, check out their new fridges. German technology, fridge motors come from Germany, and the fridge doors open, the lids open both ways, and you can even just unclip them and take them off. Certainly uh, good gear there. You need to go to the, the website to check it all out. 
ocamindustries.com.au. That's ocam, O-C-A-M, industries.com.au. And um, they certainly have all the gear there. And obviously we are also supported by Auto One. Uh, probably not the first people you think of when it comes to fitting out your four-wheel drive, but you should check it out. Your local Auto One is independently owned and operated, and I know that for a fact. Old mate down there at... Um, down there in um, North Richmond, Auto One. He certainly does the. Uh, he, he's there. He owns the store. I'll make down there for sure. Yep. And the thing is, too. I mean, when you want to go get oils and service gear, all that stuff, mate, just go to Auto One. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, know, you get professional advice and tips and whatever. Uh, they certainly have all the big name brands as well, such as Narva, Mean, mean Mother, Rhino Rack, and a whole lot more. And uh, if they don't happen to have what you're looking for, well, they'll probably get in for you. Auto One helped put together the GU that you call Winnie. Winnie. Winnie the, G- Winnie the GU. She's yeah. a beast. Anyway, if you want to find your closest Auto One store and support mum and dad businesses, because that's what they are. They're, they're, they're run by mum and dad businesses, those Auto Ones. They're just part of a big chain. You need to go to the website, auto1.com.au. That's auto1.com.au. Find your locust Auto One dealer and support your independent, you know, parts supplier. That's they right. do it all. They'll have things there that you – I've got a spark plug for me, whippersnipper down at Auto One. Yep. So there you go. So get into Auto1, auto1.com.au. That is the website. You need to do that. Well, mate, we might turn the podcast off now. Yeah, I reckon we should. We should do that. I've got to get ready to head to the Maitland Show, so I look forward to that. Uh, like I said, if you want to get in touch with us through the week, you can do that. All you need to do is go to bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on Email the Duck. And if you want to catch up on some podcasts, you just click the podcast button and you'll find the podcast there as well. And, of course, you'll find this podcast on all your podcast platforms. And if you're listening to this, well, you've already found it, so I don't know why I told you. <laughs> you can tell your mates. Yeah, tell your mates, exactly. All right, Rico. We'll right, do mate. it again next week. Just a reminder too, before I go, or before we go, June 25th to the 27th, someone's going to win $1,000 for the best judge four-wheel drive at our campout weekend. It's Duck and Rico's Show and Shine. Show your four-wheel drive, camp the weekend. Southern uh, Smoke Food Truck will be there. Combi keg, face painting, a jumping castle, live entertainment around the fire. You can show your four-wheel drive on the Saturday if you just want to come in for the day. And there'll be plenty happening there and camp the weekend with us at Blue Lagoon Beach Resort. And like we said, a stack of prizes on offer. Club 4x4 will be there as well with them racing car simulators, as will the boys from OCAM. They'll be there. And someone will win $1,000 cash. It's worthwhile going and washing your four-wheel. We don't even have to wash them. We just want to see the best setup, what we think is the best setup. Yep. And there'll be three or four of us will judge that together. And we'll go with that one there. If I was going to go away this weekend or this on a trip, I'd love to have that vehicle. And whoever wins wins a thousand bucks cash. Rico, we'll do it again next week. How are you for bribery, mate? Well, you know, I'm open to it. <laughs> no, we'll keep it fair. That was just a joke. We'll keep it fair. Get up there and and get into it. Twenty fifth to the twenty seventh of June at Blue Lagoon Beach Resort. We've gone for a fair while today, Rico. We've set a lot off the track here. But, uh, mate, we'll do, uh, we'll do this again next week, eh? All right, mate, look forward to it. The Red Dirt Podcast with me and Rico. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you to Auto One, OCAM 4x4 Accessories, and, of course, Blue Lagoon Beach Resort uh, for supporting us. And thanks for downloading the podcast. Tell your friends, and know what you say. If you want to, uh, any suggestions for us, just go to that email, uh, or you can go to our Facebook pages and send us messages as well. But that is this week's Red Dirt Podcast. We'll come back with another edition of the podcast next week. We will, Rico, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. See see you then.